This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Tuesday, June 4th, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Yesterday morning, dozens of white roses were strewn in front of the museum's journalist memorial with recently added names of journalists that were killed in 2018. Among them, Gerald Fishman, Rob Hyassen, Wendy Winters, and John McNamara. And of course, the fifth person that was killed in the June 28th attack on the Capitol Gazette newsroom was Rebecca Smith, and she worked within the advertising department. In comments at the memorial, Rick Hutzel, editor of the Capitol, who has done an outstanding job of leading that organization for the past year, said, It's hard for me to speak those names and realize that they are more than friends and the colleagues I knew. By virtue of the events of June 28th, the support of our community and the honors bestowed by our profession, they have become symbols. Again, a bittersweet but very touching tribute to the five who lost their lives on June 28th. Last night was the 16th annual Wendy Winters PR Bazaar. That is an event that Wendy dreamt up 16 years ago to put local nonprofits and small businesses in touch with regional media. Myself, Mark Apter, Lisa Sabrowski, as well as Wendy's daughters, Montana and Summer, planned this out. We held it at Maryland Hall. We had 150 people there. The cost to attend was $20. And in the end, we were able to raise $2,700 to start the funding for the Wendy Winters Memorial Foundation, which will go to benefit community journalism. We did beat up a lot of people pretty well to give us free stuff, and I want to thank them publicly. Maryland Hall for donating the Linnell Bowen Theater in the basement, Lido Pizza for the pizza, the wings, the salads, the drinks, post-haste mailing and printing for printing up some beautiful programs, What's Up Ticks from What's Up Media. They handled all of the ticketing without any fees for us. Homestead Gardens provided wonderful flowers that we were able to give to the 13 panelists from all different aspects of media. The Public Relations Society of America, the Chesapeake chapter, who brought in volunteers. You guys were all rock stars last night. And 150 people left Maryland Hall feeling very good that we've kicked off the Wendy Winters Memorial Foundation with a check for almost $2,700. And of course, a huge thank you to every one of the panelists that gave their time and their expertise to helping out our local nonprofits and small businesses. And in our final Capital Gazette shooting-related news, prosecutors and defense attorneys are going to be arguing on June 25th about what records they are entitled to. They had a 30-minute closed-door meeting with Circuit Court Judge Laura Ripken yesterday, and she announced that there would be a day-long public hearing on June 25th. Apparently, there are five outstanding motions before Ripken, and according to Ann Coltlitis, the Anne Arundel County State's attorney, most of it is procedural. However, there's one sticking point that they're fighting about is the production of records of all of Ramos's phone calls made or received from jail and his visitor log from June 28th to the present. Defense attorneys say that it is a violation of his attorney-client privilege and has asked the judge to quash that subpoena. She instead elected to keep the records in her chambers until the parties will argue that out on the 25th. Meanwhile, Ramos is being evaluated to see whether he should be able to stand trial or whether he is not criminally responsible. Never let it be said that an Annapolis election could get off without a hitch. Yes, today is an election. It is a primary election in Ward 6. 
And former Alderman Kenny Kirby said he didn't want to run after he said that he did want to run. But he withdrew too late, so Kenny Kirby is going to remain on the ballot. Should Kenny Kirby win which is not that much of a stretch when you consider the turnout is probably going to be very, very light. He said he would decline the seat. Well, if the winning candidate declines the seat, what happens? Well, it now goes to the Central Committee for the City of Annapolis, who then picks a candidate to run in the general election, which is going to be on July 2nd. So Giannis Cassiani who is the Democratic candidate who filled out all the paperwork properly, who is a registered Democrat and everything else, quite probably could be booted out of this election. And Ward 6 would see that seat, provided that a Democrat wins in the general election, filled with the selection of the Annapolis Central Committee. Unbelievable. Looks like the library system is going to be stirring up some controversy. And actually, this is with help of the Anne Arundel County Council. The Anne Arundel County Council nominated the first openly transgendered woman to the library board. It was in a unanimous vote to nominate Deirdre Hendrick to the County Library Board of Trustees. And she still does need to be approved by the Library Board of Trustees, but that's expected to be pretty much procedural. She would serve a three-year term and... In nominating her, County Executive Pittman said that he didn't realize that she was transgendered when he made the decision, chose her on her qualifications. And finally this morning, Maryland Attorney General Brian Frosch is warning of yet another scam that is targeting Marylanders. This one is purporting to be from law enforcement claiming that you either have missed a court date or failed to show up for jury duty. Often they'll call and leave a message from a local number. When you call back, an answering machine may sound like it's calling an official law enforcement office. Once the caller is connected to a live person, they basically will tell you that you've missed jury duty and that there was a certified notice that was signed for somebody at your resident and a bench warrant has been issued for their arrest. How to resolve it, which shouldn't be a surprise to most, is that you need to wire them money immediately to resolve the issue. Sometimes they will ask you to go to a local police station or courthouse, and when the scammer gets there, he will ask for payment immediately. There have been other cases where the scammer tells there's a fine due for missing the court appearance, and he's willing to cut that in half if payment can be made immediately. As Attorney General Frosch said, only one person has to fall for this scam for the thieves to potentially make hundreds of dollars. These scammers are very good at persuading anyone they are in trouble with the law, but remember that legitimate law enforcement officers will never ask you to pay a fine by wire transfer or any other rapid money transfer. Also, if law enforcement wants you, they're going to come get you. They're not going to call you on the phone and leave a message. All right, that does wrap it up for this morning's top news. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day. Check out that first link in our show notes and find out all the different ways that you can connect with us. And if you are someplace where you can leave a recommendation or a review about this podcast, please do that and give us a recommendation to your friends and colleagues. Aside from that, hang tight. We've got George Young with your local DMV weather forecast. He's coming up in just one minute. When you're a community bank, you help your community however you can. Like being there for local business people. Backing them up when they start up. Advising them when they ask. Standing by them so they can grow. Helping local businesses is one of the most important things we do at Severn Bank. I'm Alan Hyatt, Chairman of the Bank. But I'm also a proud supporter of businesses in Anne Arundel County. You know we never forget that here at the bank, we are a local business too. We face the same challenges and opportunities as any business. And we know how fortunate we are to have customers who stand beside us. That's why we stand beside you. 
If you have a business or you want to start a business, talk with us because we're banking on you. Severn Bank, here with you. Online at SeverinBank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Severn Bank is a trade name used by Severn Savings Bank. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Tuesday, June 4th. Yesterday was great around the Annapolis region with refreshing breezy highs in the low to mid-70s, but today might be even better with plenty of sunshine and highs in the 73 to 78 degree range, but with much less wind. Then we'll see the 80s return tomorrow for all of Anne Arundel County with a chance of PM showers and thunderstorms, which will remain the theme all the way through the weekend as another pesky frontal boundary sets up shop from west to east in the skies near and above the DMV region. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there. Be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. He started to get down on one knee and I saw the ring and I saw him and um, I honestly don't know that I said yes right on the back. She didn't say anything. (laughs) She was just shaking for a little while and then... I think you said yes, eventually. Yeah, I guess I, I did. So. <laughs> I'm Steve Samaras of Zachary's Jewelers. That was John and Michelle's story of yes. For a chance to win a beautiful, rare, responsibly sourced Forevermark Tribute Collection diamond pendant, share your story at astoryofyes.com. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.